Welcome to Studio RC, your daily encouragement for your recovery and your faith. My name is Pastor Max, and I am an alcoholic, and I am a believer. And I'm sober today only by the grace of God and the program that is contained in the 12-step fellowship. Today, we are continuing on our journey in the love chapter. This is part two, and we're going to be focusing on honesty and truth. Let me just read the chapter to you right to kind of set the scene of what love is all about and what we get to experience in recovery, but we also get to extend to others. Love is patient. This is from 1 Corinthians 13, verses 4 through 8. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It's not proud. It does not dishonor others. It's not self-seeking. It's not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects. It always trusts. It always hopes. It always perseveres. Love, as described and demonstrated by God, never fails. And these three remain faith, hope, and love, but the greatest of these is love. Our focus today is love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. Let me share one truth that as someone who is in recovery, someone who's trying to get clean um, and sober, that this is a truth that they know without a shadow of a doubt. This comes from uh, more about alcoholism in the big book, but we have seen this truth this truth demonstrated again and again. Once an alcoholic, once a drug addict, always an alcoholic, always a drug addict. The truth about addiction is that once we are and recognize that we have a problem, that we are afflicted with this, we're always going to have this, this analysis of our illness. Um, and it tells us further on, and I think this is really interesting, and this is into action from the big book. It says, seldom have we told them, those are our sponsors or those we're sharing with, the whole truth, nor have we followed their advice. How often have we shared just a bit of the truth uh, in hopes that if we share some of the truth and we kind of let down our guard, if nothing happens, we'll share a little bit more. So often we don't just rip the band-aid off. We're, we're too afraid to do that. And instead of just being honest, we just tell a, a part of it. We, for lack of a better word, may, maybe we lie by omission. Uh, one of the things, I, you know, I, I characterize my bottom as I was a liar who had run out of lies. Like I didn't have the energy to tell another lie but I also wasn't capable of telling the truth. That's, that was my bottom. And so um, the thing I have to watch for is that it's not the, the lying, like, uh, you know, per se, that I, I did all throughout my addiction, but it's the lying by omission, not being forthcoming. If someone asks you, you'll tell them, but that's, that's the shading that we sometimes like to do. Um, it's, it says in the, there is a solution. The truth, strange as it is to say, is usually that we have no 
idea why we took the first drink or the first drug any more than the person asking. When someone says, why did you drink? Why did you get high? And we say, we don't know. That's the truth. We, we had no idea. And it's funny because two of the questions, I don't know, I, I dreaded the most. I think most addicts and alcoholics dread, especially in recovery, in addiction are, where have you been? Uh, that was definitely a recipe <coughs> that required lying. Or what have you been doing? Uh, mm, uh, nothing, uh, just, just studying, uh, working, you know. We, it was always a struggle to tell that truth, to be honest. Um, it tells us in As Bill Sees It about being honest, this self-honesty. The deception of others is nearly always rooted in the deception of ourselves. When we didn't have a clear picture of who we were, a, a clear picture of our honest appraisal, we would deceive others because we were deceiving ourselves. If we didn't really look at the, our addiction, if we didn't really look at our drinking and its, its capacity, its fullness, we were uh, more apt to deceive others because we were really deceiving our, ourselves. When we are honest with another person, it confirms that we have been honest not only with ourselves but with God. When we can be open and free, there is a freedom about being honest. When I, when I was drinking, when I was using, when we were doing that, I, we deceived ourselves about re reality. How often had we rewritten it to the way we wanted it to be? Deceiving others. Deceiving others is, is a character defect. Um, even if it's just stretching the truth a bit and cleaning up our motives so that others will think well of us. We want to be thought well of, so maybe we polish it. We try to take away some of the rough edges, but even that deception is still not being honest and so is a character defect. We've been willing to receive help when we don't practice deception. As, as, we, as we lay things out, especially to a sponsor or a pastor and we share those things, that's when we start to receive and are open to help. Deceiving myself about myself is setting myself up for failure or disappointment. Anytime I'm lying to myself about myself, I'm only setting myself up for failure or disappointment, whether it's in our, our recovery or in our relationships with others. A close, honest relationship with a higher power, with God, is the only solid foundation that we've found for honesty with self and with others. We need that relationship with God. We need that mirror of God to help us to be fully honest in how we, in how we share. Um, and it's, it's critical to do that. So um, that takes us to being honest with our program. Uh, it tells us in the 12 and 12, uh, we may develop the best possible relations with every human being we know. That's what we're trying to do. The steps, as they come together, they help produce courage, honesty, sincerity, willingness, and thoroughness. We needed, I needed to develop the courage to begin, the courage to be honest, to see where I was wrong, a sincere de desire to set things right. And that wasn't always easy. To be honest with oneself is, is not easy. But the beautiful thing is that love, the love that rejoices with the truth, the love that is patient, the love that is kind, that has no price tag. 
A love like that has no price tag. When the 12th step is seen in its full implication, carrying the message, having a spiritual awakening, and then carrying that message, it is really talking about the kind of love that has no price tag. When we've received a spiritual awakening from God, and then we share that with others, we carry that message uh, to, to others, that has no price tag. As we start working the 12 steps, we had to work on sincerity and honesty and to learn to act with humility, not, not to deceive, not to exaggerate, but to be honest. And the beautiful thing is carrying the message of a spiritual awakening, of love, of grace, of forgiveness, carrying that message is a gift. It's a gift that we get to have. We solidify our sobriety, being clean by sharing what we have received freely. People, as we come into the rooms, give this to us freely, and then we give it to others away freely. Our wish is to help another drunk. That's, or another addict, is the key to my own spiritual health. I've never forgotten that God acts through me. I'm only his instrument. If I'm capable of laughing today, let me not forget those days when I cried. God reminds us that we can feel compassion and empathy for others. Something that we didn't always feel because we were selfish. It tells us in the 11th step, in the 12 and 12, the moment we catch even a glimpse of God's will, the moment we begin to see truth, justice, and love as the real and eternal things in life, we're no longer deeply disturbed by all the seeming evidence to the contrary that surrounds us in purely human affairs. We begin to see truth. We see, we see justice. We see love. Those are the real and eternal things. It tells us in step 11 that we asked for the grace to bring love, to bring love, bring forgiveness, harmony, truth, faith, hope, light, and joy to every human being that we could. When we carry the message, we're, we're bringing these things. We bring love. We bring forgiveness. We share our experience, our strength, and our hope. That's what we bring every time we share in a recovery meeting. It tells us in, in the big book, in Working With Others, some of us have taken very hard knocks to learn this truth. This truth. Job or no job. Wife or no wife. Spouse or no spouse. We simply do not stop drinking so long as we place dependence upon other people ahead of dependence on God. We can't put our dependence on other people, whether controlling them or whether depending on them to do everything for us. Our dependence must come from God. And we realize that we will stop using and drinking when we're able to do that. And then that brings us to step 11. And I just, I love this as sort of a, a way to kind of conclude our time today. But Lord, make me a channel of thy peace, that where there's hatred, that I may bring love, that where there is wrong, I may bring the spirit of forgiveness, that where there is discord, I may bring harmony, that where there is error, I may bring truth, and where there is doubt, I may bring faith, and that where there is despair, I may bring hope. 
that where there are shadows, I may bring light. And where there is sadness, I may bring joy. The Bible tells us that the truth will set us free. Honesty in the program, that tough love, our honesty is always meant to build up, not tear down. We don't become brutally honest and rip somebody apart. Instead, we use honesty and truth in order to encourage, to bring hope, and to build up. My favorite Russian proverb, I only know one Russian proverb, but it is my favorite, says that a hammer can break glass or it can forge steel. Jesus never took the hammer of truth and shattered those delicate souls. He always built them up. He always forged relationships. He always forged encouragement. We have, and Jesus has the truth on his side, but he always built up. That's our example. Let us use honesty and truth to build up, to give hope and not to tear down. Even in those moments where we give tough love, let us be gentle and yet firm, and firm yet gentle. So remember, love does not delight in evil, but it rejoices with the truth. Hopefully you've been encouraged by these words of truth and honesty and love today. And remember here at Studio RC that Recovery Church is about 12 steps and one goal. And it certainly is. It's fueled by love. May God bless you and keep you till we see you again. God bless. Oh, 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 oh